Yeah, what's the matter with me podcast in the building? We got a new theme song. It's a new year, man. Gotta get that beast mode. Happy New Year. Ooh. I talk about the beast, y'all. I'm a disabled dad living with multiple sclerosis and trigeminal neuralgia. And this podcast is my story. My name is John. I'm 43. Husband, father, radio DJ, entrepreneur, podcaster. I have MS and trigeminal neuralgia. And I made the What's the Matter with Me podcast to share what I'm going through. What's the Matter with Me podcast. Happy New Year. Last year was pretty percussive. Kind of like suicide. I don't know if you guys listen to Martin Rev, Alan Vega, suicide. Remember that? The Grave Diggers? Suicide. It's a suicide. Bye bye. The new theme song is The Beast. What's the matter with me podcast? The Godcast. The Dad Podcast. Season 7. Been trying to told ya. The flyest podcast on the planet. The What's the Matter with Me podcast. The Godcast. The Dad Podcast. The Fishing Rodcast. The 20 Sided Dice Cast. A throw of the dice will never abolish chance. That's a, a great poem by Stefan Mallarmé. Ukudede. I wrote a pop song once about it. A throw of the dice will never abolish chance. Happy New Year. We got the new soundtrack, Beast. We're in beast mode. It's a good year. It's good to be here in this year, 2023. I was explaining to my kids that like until January 14th or something, I'll be tempted to write 2023 as the date on on personal checks. I was trying to explain this concept to my kids that when the year changes, you write the wrong date on the check. And I realized like the year changes, but my metaphor is like from another generation. They don't write. My kids don't. I mean, do they have personal checks? I hope not. I hope no one gives my kids personal checks because they're not good for it. They don't have money. I have money and I'm hardly good for it. Twitter is kind of turning back to normal Elon Musk is receding he's like should I hire someone else and everyone's like yes and then that might take care of a lot of the problems we're in the year this is uh, the year of the rabbit the year of the petulant oligarch it's hard to know really we we made the new year's cards they're going out I think they're gonna get there before let me knock on wood I think they're going to get there before, or they're going to at least go in the mail before Lunar New Year. So that's a win. Yeah, we had a fight about them. Duh. Yeah. And then Nami was like, and I was just like, 
And then all of a sudden, it was resolved. I told my kids. The kids were out of town. They were like, what'd you do when we were gone? I was like, we had a fight, of course. Probably kids don't need to know that. They were like, what was it about? And I was like, nothing. It's about nothing. It was a waste of time. Fighting is a waste of time. I probably still didn't need to tell them that. Fighting is a waste of time. What a waste of time. Anyhow, we got over it. We had champagne at about 1140. We were watching some sort of competition moonshine reality show and uh, fell asleep. Duh. Of course. Don't watch that. I I watched uh, Don Lemon in New Orleans for a little bit. Uh, You know, we watched 9 o'clock Times Square with the kids and we all enjoyed that and then we watched the coverage but kind of how long can you watch people be like happy new year how long can you watch that really Don Lemon is good Don Lemon's mom is good she's an old lady from New Orleans loving it Don Lemon's mom I was digging it Don Lemon had some kind of thing about that people were saying he seemed drunk but he's partying in New Orleans I think you just seem drunk you can get right off the plane in New Orleans and seem drunk on the tarmac. Don Lemon's mom is great. Shout outs to my mom. Gotta give shout outs to your mom in the new year. Happy New Year, mom. We had a good year last year on the podcast. We grew a lot. We recorded, I recorded like 46 episodes the last year and they were, a lot of them were half an hour long. So that's almost a day of what's the matter with me podcast that I recorded in 2022. Want to keep that energy going in 2023. 144% year over year listener growth. So we more than doubled how many people listen to the show. 144% year over year 2022 to versus 2021 so we're doing good people are listening thank you for tuning into the what's the matter with me podcast i'm kind of getting the message out i'm learning how to be a web master a web mastery is that what a web master is that their their field or is web mastery web mastery I'm a webmaster. Whip sound. Need a whip sound effect there, like a space whip. Yeah. Webmaster. Listeners grew 144%. So we recorded 46 episodes, weekly episodes, and didn't skip very often. And this year, I think I'm going to try and like put a rerun together when I have to make a skip. I'm going to try that. I'll see how that works. Kind of like a compilation, you know, classic rerun style. Like, I'm not really sure how to work. I'm not really sure how any of this will work but i'm just gonna keep doing it and i I hope i can grow in 2023 year over year i hope in a year i come back and i say hey i grew this much i mean i will come back and i hope that i say i grew instead of saying i shrunk but i might shrink shrinkage is a real thing it's a real problem blog shrinkage 
podcast shrinkage. It happens in cold weather. It's cold. It'll warm up. It'll warm up. I was talking to the kids who were getting ready. I'm going to give my son a haircut. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go down to 14th Street. I think we had enough with Randy with an E because my wife had to fix his haircut. And you know that my wife is not a barber. So if the barber does such a kind of job that he has to get his haircut fixed, then my wife is not going to help. She's not a barber. Fixing the haircut just means she's going to mess it up in her own way, which is every mother's privilege. Anyhow, I'm going to get him a haircut so when he goes back to school, he'll have a fresh haircut. I kind of put that idea on him. He went to, he's at camp. The kids are at camp today. They're going to be in school next week. So this week, there is a camp in San Leandro for a bunch of kids. I pulled my son aside before the camp started. I was like, don't brag on your presents because some kids didn't get presents. So how do you think they feel? Don't brag on them. And then other kids did get presents and they're going to make you feel bad like their presents are better than yours. So don't brag on your presents. That's just some advice. Just listen. Let other people brag on their presents. Think about the kids who don't have as much presence as you do. You're going to make them feel bad? Don't do that. And he was like feeling it. He agreed and they didn't have that. You know, that's the kind of thing. My kid's competitive, you know, and he gets very bent out of shape. Uh, And a lot of it has to do with not being judicious, rushing in. He, you know, he's my kid. He goes crazy. He's wild. Say, I got the best presents. I got the most presents. I got the best presents. I said, hey, don't, don't do it. It's a, it's only going to make you feel bad in the end. That's what I told him. And when we picked him up, it didn't seem like it was an issue. So either it was pointless advice or it worked. I watched the Bills Bengals game last night and it was scary. I tweeted and you know, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter or Twitter, whatever they call it. Young people use it. So I was like, Bills Bengals was terrifying and scary AF. That's some slang I worked in for the kids. Scary AF. Did you guys see that? This guy made a tackle and then his heart stopped. It was terrifying to watch. So this guy makes a tackle. It looks like a football tackle. It wasn't crazy. It was violent, but that's like football. And um, the Bills player made the tackle, got up, got to his feet, and then just like passed out dead away. It was terrifying to watch. And that's kind of like, that's football. It's scary. It's terrifying and scary. So we started watching basketball. And it was a crazy good game. The Warriors game. The Warriors play the Atlanta Hawks and it was a crazy game. Steph Curry was out. Clay Thompson dropped like 50 and it seemed a lot more healthy. NFL star Jamar Hamlin in critical condition after cardiac arrest. It was updated at 940 Eastern which was 
like half an hour ago. So like it didn't look good for the NFL. This guy had cardiac arrest on the field, Damar Hamlin. And, you know, of course you wish the best for that guy. But watching the game, I was like, man, this is a violent sport. So we switched to basketball. And I was like talking to my wife. I'm like, basketball is a sport you can play for a long time. And the Warriors game was crazy exciting. Clay Thompson dropped 50 and Steph Curry was on the bench and he was wearing this like brown sweater. I think it was like tan and it had darker squares. I'm not sure if they were leather or another material or whatever. But I told my kid, I was like, you're going to see this game again in the future. Maybe you'll see a picture of Steph Curry in that sweater and you remember that you watched it with mama and papa and that we love you very much so something good came from it the kids were in the bath during the nfl horrifying play and injury so when they came out i was like we're watching basketball the the nfl game is terrifying it's scary what do you know you know weird al weird al is equals weird ai Right? Weird Al is Weird AI. I thought I was thinking of Weird Al because someone was like, who should play Superman? And I was like, Weird Al. Weird Al should play Superman. Weird Al would make a great Superman. On Christmas Eve, there was kind of an insanity in my house. You know, it's like Christmas Eve. I was like, we got to make cookies. I had already made a double batch of shortbread dough. And we made pot roast. And I knew... I kind of knew in the back of my head the pot roast that I make you make it then you cool it overnight and you eat it the next day but I made it all in one day in the morning we started cooking making cookies we burnt some cookies Boy, that's frustrating, isn't it? When you burn cookies on Christmas Eve. It was like that. We made pot roast and we ate it the same day. It was good, but the leftovers that we kept and ate a few days later were better. You you can't eat pot roast the same day you cook it. It was pretty good, though. We made it with a chuck roast. Showed Nami, we tried to trim it, you know, because pot roast has what they call a seam, but it's like a big bunch of gooey connective tissue all through the middle of it. So you have to kind of trim it out and then slice the pot roast. And that's hard. If you eat it the same day, that whole thing is hard. And you might burn cookies while you're doing it. And you might question everything. But it's Christmas Eve, okay? It'll be Christmas tomorrow. The cookies are burnt. Forget about it. The pot roast was pretty good. It was 80% good. And so were the cookies. And 80% is a B. It's still a B. It's not a C plus. It's a B minus. And we'll take it. B minus is acceptable. It's the minimum acceptable C plus C plus you got some work to do. So Christmas wars, neighborhood wars. It's this thing I've been watching. It's like, get the hell out of my neighborhood. And it's like people have moved to the suburbs in coronavirus and neighborhood wars documents 
neighbors fighting with each other. Get out of my neighborhood. Your cat's on my lawn. It's pretty good. And it's on A&E, and there's a whole, like, suite of these shows. There's Neighborhood Wars, Christmas Wars, Food Wars, Shopping Wars, everything Wars. And I I tried to look up who made this. I, it's on A&E, but I'm like, who is the genius that was like, I want to make shows about people fighting with each other. That person had their finger on the pulse of the culture in 2022. Everything was war. Get out of my neighborhood. People like dumping their neighbor's garbage in the street and like people flipping out. It's really good. Christmas wars, neighborhood wars. Don't park in front of my house. It's pretty good. I recommend the wars on any. Everything is war. Maybe that kind of thing will change in 2023. They'll have Christmas peace and neighborhood peace. And they'll be all about people helping each other out in Christmas or in their neighborhood or at restaurants or food peace. Christmas peace. That seems more in keeping with the season, but less in keeping with television. I got new sleep apnea stuff. So I'm like one of those people who sleeps in an iron lung called a CPAP machine. I wear like a, a... a thing that's like a modern version of the 19th century toothache, you know, where they would tie a tie around their head to keep their mouth shut. Remember that, this look? Anyhow, I have like a thing that keeps my mouth shut and this plugs that go up my nose and blow air in my nose. And there's hoses and all this like filters. And so I got all new sleep apnea stuff because I was like, this is going to expire. You know, my my copay or whatever will change because it's next year. So I had a new hose, a new mask, new nasal pads, and new, new everything. So a new sleep apnea, a brand new iron lung. It's pretty good. I needed it. When you use medical equipment like my braces, I need, like, all my braces are broken down. I really need to replace, but you know how it is. It's the holidays. I'm like, no. But now it's time. I need new braces. I got the new sleep apnea stuff. It's helping me sleep better. If I get new braces, it'll help me walk better on my ankle and on my wrist. It'll help my arm. So, new braces. Gotta get new braces. New Year's epiphanies. I have lots of New Year's epiphany. New Year's epiphany. There isn't enough wine in a bottle of wine. Someone has to do something about that. Open another bottle, I guess, or just put more in the bottle. I don't, I'm not the answers guy. I just have identified the issue. There isn't enough wine in a bottle of wine. Probably need that shut up sound effect. Shut, shut up, up. Shut up. Shut up. I know. I got, but there isn't enough. I got tagged in holiday, family holiday photos, 
And that's kind of interesting because like a lot of disabled people, I'm not a straightforward photography subject because I'm, I'm, I like have a wrinkle in my image. So it gets worse when things are candid, when people are like family, they're not photographers, they just own a camera and they point it at you and take pictures of you. And as a disabled person, you have to photograph me right. And something that people say is like, you need to be photographed or videoed by someone you really trust. And that's really true. It gets worse when things are candid. Disabled people aren't straightforward photography subjects and now with social media they're like you're tagged and everyone's commenting and I'm like you know I I don't really so I have to like hide it you know you click like I don't want it on my profile because I don't really want someone else's narrative not really considering who I am I need to be photographed by someone that I trust to photograph me and I mean that in that I trust them as a photographer, not whether they're a trustworthy person. My fa- it's my family. The issue I have isn't whether they're trustworthy, but it's like, are they photographers? Do I want them to take my image? I am disabled and I make a special kind of image. When you take a picture of me, there are different things at work than when you take a picture of someone else. Something, another Christmas epiphany, New Year's miracle that I shared talk, talking about with my wife. I was like, hey, you know, in a severe mental crisis situation, I'm very charming in that kind of situation but this is not one of those although i think this severely is a severely positive mental health situation where there's like expression and support and there's a cycle so thanks for tuning in to the what's the matter with me podcast if you're ever like this guy is very charming it it could be a severe mental crisis but i don't think it is right now i think it's all good happy new year There was an epiphany I had the other day, more epiphany. There is so much New Year's and holiday epiphany. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call this episode New Year's Epiphany. If we're remembered at all, right? If anyone thinks of us, like think of a long time from now, centuries from now. If anyone thinks of us at all, We're going to be remembered solely in the context of the turn of the millennium. Like high school history class, they'll be like, John Hoppin. And they'll be like, oh yeah, he lived through the the turn of the second millennium. And that'll be like a fact about me and it'll mean something. And that's a bigger deal than me. So if we're remembered at all, we'll be remembered solely in the context of the turn of the millennium y2k y'all john hopping y2k yeah sure y2k y'all nothing happened 
Nothing really. It didn't. It was a big, big nothing burger. We didn't say that back then, but that's what we would call it in 2020. We'd be like, it was a big nothing burger. Last night for dinner, we had tuna pasta. Okay, last night for dinner, we had tuna pasta. Oh, hold up. My dad's calling me. Hold on. He's probably butt dialing me. My dad butt dials me all the time. Dad, you're butt dialing me again. Dad, I can't hear you, but you have butt dialed me again. Happy New Year. All right, that was dad. Dad butt dialed me. He butt dialed me twice yesterday, I think. Anyway... He's thinking about, his butt's thinking about me. Last night for dinner, we had tuna pasta. Tuna pasta was something that we learned about where we got the idea from a display of 32-ounce cans of San Marzano tomatoes at Fairway, uh, the grocery store in Red Hook. We went to the Red Hook Fairway, and they had a big chalkboard that said this recipe idea, which was that I would buy one of these 32-ounce cans of San Marzano whole tomatoes and a jar of tuna in oil. You know the kind? Tuna in oil, not a can, a jar. I don't know what the difference is. That's just how we do it. And some capers, and then you're pretty good. You got pasta. Olive oil with some, you get some sliced garlic, make it golden, drained whole San Marzano 32 ounce can the big can, and then kind of cook those in olive oil with the olive oil and garlic and salt. Smash the tomatoes with your wooden spoon as they heat up. And when they've heated through and they're kind of smashed up, then add the tuna in oil with the oil. Add the whole jar and then stir that up. Not super, because if you stir it too much, you'll like totally obliterate it. You want to almost totally obliterate it. So just stir it gently and the tuna and the garlic and the oil and the whole San Marzano tomatoes that you kind of crush with the spoon. Those will all kind of cook in together, not on high heat, on medium or medium low heat. Stir it gentle. Add some capers. Why not? You can add those in the beginning with the garlic or later. It just kind of doesn't matter. Add add some capers and don't add so many capers that your food looks like it's infested with capers. I'm always with my wife. I'm like, the food is infested with capers. So try and dial it down. And spaghetti or, or farfalle or whatever you want. I think last night we had that farfalle bow tie. Right? Isn't that bow tie? So what's the matter with me podcast? Thank you for tuning in. Happy New Year. We had lots of New Year epiphanies. And we're probably going to have a lot more epiphanies in the coming year. I would bet. Thank you for tuning in. Check you next time.